Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Howdy, howdy, everybody. How are we doing? I hope everyone had a great Monday, a great start to their week. I personally don't believe in the case of Mondays. I don't know about the rest of you, but I've tended to live a pretty seasonal lifestyle. And so a lot of times my Mondays will be a Thursday. Either way, if it's your Thursday or your Friday or your Monday, I hope you're starting off strong and happy and positive. Before we start the podcast today, I would like to give a big shout out to Onyx Maps. Onyx donated two year-long premium memberships to the Western Hunting Hub podcast, in which we gave away just yesterday. And I would also like to give a big shout out to Vortex Optics. They donated a pair of binoculars, great binoculars. And those binoculars were also given away in this package deal with the premium memberships to Onyx Maps. And lastly, a big shout out to Kafaru. They donated a hat, a water bottle, and a couple stickers as well. So we're pretty happy with who the giveaway went to. It's a young mom who's looking to get into hunting and doesn't have all the gear that she needs and is trying to get started as a hunter. So it's always great to see those giveaways go to people who need them. I mean, we all need them, but we are pretty happy with that. So stay tuned because we will have more giveaways coming up. I'm really excited about our next giveaway here in the next couple months that we're going to announce. It's a really exciting one. So stay tuned. It's not too late to head on over to our Instagram and give us a follow. Head on over to your podcast uh, provider, whichever it is you listen to your podcast through, head on over and go to the Western Honey Hub podcast and subscribe. 
Clint and I are really happy to be able to share stories with you guys and help educate you along the way. Today, my guest on the podcast is one of my role models. She is a strong, fierce, (laughs) passionate, very genuine, authentic woman who I admire. And I personally didn't grow up without a television, so I never knew what it was like to watch Sportsman's Channel on Sunday morning. But in this day of age now, I have connected with her through Instagram and follow along on the journey that she's on and that she shares with everybody. And so welcome, Jana, and enjoy the podcast, everybody. All right, everybody. And with me today, I have Jana Waller, and I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself for those of you that don't know her. And for those of you that do, you're going to get a nice little introduction from her. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, Jana, where you are from. Obviously, you grew up hunting, just a little backstory and kind of what got you into the television business. Sure. Um, my name is Jana Waller and I grew up in Wisconsin. I'm a Midwest gal. I, uh, been doing my show Skullbound TV and now Skullbound Chronicles for the last 11 years. For nine of those years, I was on the Sportsman's Channel, which is a great platform for obviously hunting, fishing, outdoor related shows. But I feel like just with such a change in technology, um, I decided to go all digital last year and I now am on Carbon TV. I always kind of feel the need to preface why we call my show Skullbound because it, it's really funny when I, I'm talking to a stranger off the streets or in an airport or something, they always look at me really weird like, so you chase skulls or you <laughs> hunt skulls or mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually, um, for fun, I'm a skull artist. I bead and paint. I actually started out painting and now I mostly bead uh, skulls from whether they're from hunts or people send me like I've done a lot of Texas longhorns or Buffalo skulls or whatever, whether they're beaded with arrowheads and wooden beads or like Swarovski crystals and really blinging them out. It's just so fun to take a skull and and make it a piece of art for whether it's memorializing a hunt or something cool for a house or a cabin. But so that's why we called it Skullbound. And then my tagline in the very beginning was bound to make a difference. And as things evolved, it just got to be kind of a long tagline. So I really don't use that as much as, as I used to. But yeah, it's been a great jump onto digital. It's a free platform. Carbon TV is like YouTube, but uh, for hunters, that's not going to be discretionary against guns or trapping or hunting or predator mm-hmm. hunting like YouTube so often is. Yeah. So it's called Skullbone Chronicles on Carbon, and I'm launching season three here in a week. And um, all of my other all of my other shows from the last ten years can be seen on MOTV.com. It's it's another platform, but it's a paid platform. And so I kind of like to have the free version for everybody. And and also it's nice, you know, episodes are shorter, sweeter. There's not a format. They don't have to be a half hour long, like TV episodes loaded with tons of commercials. They're not like that at all. Mm -hmm. But I love, I was lucky enough to have a dad who saw in me just this innate love of nature. And uh, I was the second daughter. And I think he really wanted a boy. And the joke has been for the last almost 50 years that he turned me into one. <laughs> and uh, But it's been the greatest gift he could ever given me. We It's something we have in common together. It's something that I didn't expect my life to evolve this way into having a career sort of in the hunting world. But it's been a total blessing 
A lot of people don't even know that before this, I worked for Edward Jones Investments for 10 years. So going from one, uh, you know, extreme to the other, you know, in the financial world. And I loved that job. I learned so much about life and money and, and, and how it all works. But I, uh, it's definitely, I definitely belong in, in the mountains or in the woods. I, uh, I joke with today's current, uh, chaos that we're living in that you're going to find me up in the mountains living in a cabin with 80 dogs and no electricity would be perfect for me. Sounds ideal. <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's really the gist of it. Um, I Like I say, I feel really, really lucky. I got into the TV world. Uh, my ex who I had met uh, and the reason I now live in Montana, which I'm very grateful for. I love Montana and I love my job. But I, uh, he was producing a different hunting show, wanting to sort of do his own thing. Um, and uh, it was great timing to have a solo female hosted show out. I think I was the first one on the network. And now, now there's others. Um, shortly after, maybe at the same time, Melissa Bachman came out with her show, which is amazing. She is just an incredible person. And one, uh, actually, if I had to name one of my female idols, it would definitely be her. She has Winchester's Deadly Passion on the Sportsman's Channel. But uh, it was just great timing to be a solo female host, hosted mm -hmm. show. And, you know, companies want to get behind women who have some experience in the outdoors and some credibility. And uh, I've been really lucky. I've kept almost the exact same sponsors in the last 10 years. And wow. it's it's been an amazing mm -hmm. ride. Yeah. And, you know, I dove into it, you know, later on in my life. Um when, you know, social media even was, wasn't what it is today, 11 years ago, TV has completely changed. And it's really just trying to stay on top of the industry in terms of what the industry, how to, how to produce your content, how to put your content out there, where's the best place for it. But also in the midst of all that, staying authentic to who you are because I've always said this when women reach out to me and ask like how do I either get into hunting or how do I even get into the hunting industry I always say to them the best thing to do number one is always remember to stay authentic because people can see when it's not authentic people can totally tell the energy about you um, they can tell when you're trying to do something that you're not passionate about when you're not really into it maybe when you're not that educated or informed about what you're doing, it can totally come across. But I think when you stay authentic and keep it real, um, that energy is very palpable and people gravitate to that. Absolutely. And I think that's just a great like mantra in life in general. Mm -hmm. If you're going to want to have so long lasting yeah. relationships, you've got to be authentic. Yeah, uh, exactly. I know it's what I gravitate towards mm -hmm. in people. Mm -hmm. I have inside the industry and out I have I'm just so blessed to have the most amazing friends on the planet and really they mean as much to me as family does because my family's all back in Wisconsin I don't I only got to see him one time this year um I was just over there over Thanksgiving but I just don't make it back there as much as I used to and so my friends are my family and I I gravitate towards authentic real people who kind of have we all kind of have the almost the same interests um and not not always. I do have a couple friends that are they're not anti's, but they're not hunters at all. And, mm -hmm. and but we still find common ground, and they're very very authentic into what they're into, which I love. I love, you know, I love the diversity of people. But to me, the number one quality is just keeping it real and and being authentic. Absolutely, you shot a really nice buck. Was that in twenty twenty? That solo hunt you did? Yeah. Was that back yeah? Home? That was <laughs> that was in Montana. Okay, that, that was in Montana. Was, although, well. So 
it's really funny because it's no surprise that my ex and I, because he was on the show as well as behind the camera quite a bit. It's no surprise to people that have been following along the last 11 years that um, we split and he's doing his own thing. I'm doing my own thing. We'll keep it at that. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't, I, I haven't gotten the chance to solo hunt much in the last you know decade because I've been producing the show. And before that, I'd never had a camera along, but I'd been big game hunting, you know, 20 years before that, I'd never had a camera along and it was always either by myself or with my dad or, you know, with a boyfriend or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's funny, my two biggest bucks I've ever taken, whitetail bucks, have been solo hunts where That's I've awesome. just been on my own. And yeah, and it's funny, it happened in 19 and 2020. So maybe there's something, <laughs> I've joked about it with my friends, that there's something to this, uh, you know, women independence thing and, and right. the, the universe giving you these amazing gifts. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, maybe it's best not to have a camera involved. Yeah. But uh, on one end, it's so nice to be able to go back and Look at all these amazing, you know, from do-it-yourself Alaska moose to, you know, my most recent mountain lion hunts to bear hunting, which is the the species I hunt the most out of anything. It's so great to go back and watch my episodes, right? Or watch these moments and mm -hmm. remember the small details that you forget. That's been great, but it is really nice for me to be able to just get back to the basics, no camera, sometimes no buddy with me. And it's just, it's the last two years have been just almost divine intervention, like glorious gifts from God. I went out for just a couple of days in Montana, kind of close to my house. I got permission on a friend's little chunk of property. Literally, it's like a little hundred acre chunk. And Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Walked up in there Friday and I only had Friday and Saturday night. That's all I had left. I still had a, a deer tag and an elk tag in my pocket, even though I wasn't expecting any elk. It, it was just an area that May, if there's a lot of snow, the elk get pushed down out of the mountains. But otherwise, you know, I wasn't expecting much. And I walked in there and I ended up seeing um, two little bucks, little basket racks. I actually was going to shoot one of the little ones because I, um, my, I running a little bit low on venison. My neighbors always want venison. My hairdresser wants venison. So like, I love giving out wild game and uh, decided not to pull the trigger. The snow was pretty hard spitting in my face. And I'm like, eh, it's going to take, I'd be in here all night long. Mm hmm so I didn't, but the next day went back up in there and ended up shooting right off the bat. I jumped a bunch of does at about 400 yards. I could see him running through the sage and I got down um, and I set my gun down, got down on my knees, studied my binoculars and saw this big buck in the sage. And I, I, while I was running to kind of duck behind another big piece of sage and get off the big open, open kind of path I was on and there was snow on the ground. I, uh, I saw this buck, but as I was running to kind of take cover and get a better look at him, it, I wasn't sure if he stayed in the sage or jumped the ridge and was gone. And I never saw him again, but I just looked at my phone and I said, I'm going to give it one hour. I'm just going to stay here exactly here. I'm not going to walk, I'm not going to let the snow crunch underneath me. And 45 minutes later, he very, I see rack moving in the sage. Mm -hmm. It was super tall sage. Mm -hmm. I saw rack moving. He steps out probably at about, uh, he was, he actually stepped out with a doe and was kind of coming towards me. Shot him at about, I think, 320 yards, but it was so exciting. There's That's something great. about being alone, 
celebrating that hunt all by yourself, Mm -hmm. especially when you're not expecting much. And just to have sort of that personal moment in the field is, is always so exhilarating. Yeah, that's when I realized I wanted to pursue being a hunting guide was in 2000, I think it was 2015. Same thing. I went out and it was my first solo, successful solo hunt. I hunted a lot Mm -hmm. growing up behind the house, you know, but it was five minutes behind the house. I always felt safe and I could run back down and grab dad and we would get the tractor or whatever and grab it. But this hunt in particular, your story that you just told reminded me a lot of that, where it was like a huge defining moment in my life where it's like, I know what I'm doing. This, yep. no one else is here. Dad's not here to help me. I can't call anyone. I don't have any cell service. I've got to take care of this. And I ended up packing out that entire mule deer all in one trip. I deboned oh. it. I was just like, and it was one of the hardest things that I did, but it was so rewarding in so many ways. It was so special. Yeah. I took one photo of me and my buck, and that's the only photo evidence that I have of that trip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is, that's the challenging part too, right? And it's mm-hmm. like thinking of everything you got to do. How much light do I have left? Where's the mm-hmm. truck? How long is it going to take me? Deep owning takes forever. Yeah. And yet you still want to capture it to look back at it. And uh, that's one of the things too that uh, I've, uh, was t- I've talked a lot about these last two hunts. It happened to me in the year before that when I went back to my Wisconsin roots and had a two-day hunt with my dad at his cabin that he had just sold. So I knew it was going to be my last weekend mm-hmm. at this cabin that I've had 20 years of incredible memories of just picking picking my own stands actually maybe 25 years picking my own stands and just sitting in the woods and going back to the cabin and laughing with my dad and mm-hmm. all those amazing memories and in, in comes the biggest buck I've ever seen there and uh it's just divine intervention but you gotta you gotta at least take a moment to set that cell phone up I like to set it up on video mode mm-hmm. whether it's on a tree limb or on your shooting sticks or whatever and just you know, film a little bit to grab at least one or two good screenshots of it mm-hmm. so that you can yeah. tell that story in 20 years down the road, you know, yeah. show your kids or yeah. yeah, just to have to show other people. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so much more to hunting that, that people don't understand. And it's the, it's those moments of mm-hmm. what you just explained of, I've got this, I can mm-hmm. do this. There's, there's moments like that in every single hunt almost. And you know, more so when you are, you know, by yourself, or maybe you're going into brand new territory, or you're experiencing a new species or something. But there's such empowerment in that. And it doesn't and people who are naive about what hunting really is think it's a, it's an ego quest, right? Mm -hmm. It's pulling the trigger. It's, it's, oh, pounding your chest. Oh, look what I did. No, it's, it's, oh, look what I did. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, I, I conquered this mountain or I learned something new or I, you know, in this crazy COVID year that we've been in, I've talked to so many hunters and when the grocery stores were empty, none of us were too worried about it. You know, I've got two freezers in my garage and all the people that I've ever given meat to, if I ran out would be, Hey, share some of mine. That is something that people who don't hunt have no clue about. They don't Mm -hmm. understand that it goes deep. It's not just teaching us life lessons that we can, you know, move that the life lessons we learn, whether it's sustainability or comfort confidence in and of itself, especially for young women Mm -hmm. is so great and comes from hunting. But the fact that we share each other, we share the meat, we share the successes. And, you know, I think that 
I've talked to a lot of my partners and in 2020, as a crazy year as it's been, the outdoor industry is doing amazing mm-hmm. because people are experiencing this for the first time. They're getting back out into the nature, they're fishing with their kids, they're camping, they're hunting, they're all of a sudden, the idea of, you know, hashtag fill the freezer is actually really resonating with Mm -hmm. people who may not hunted before, or maybe only have gone out once when they were kids or something. And I think if anything glorious can come over the last crazy year, it's that people are reconnecting to that. Exactly, with nature and their food and where it comes from. Then obviously all the other parts that come with hunting, the relationships that you build with people. I know this firsthand as a guide where you make so many friends out in the wild. Like if you can spend five days with somebody out there, you're probably going to be lifelong buddies. So that's been really cool too. During When quarantine first happened last spring, I lost my job here in Steamboat and it was Mm -hmm. almost turkey season. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to live out of the truck. I'm going to camp because I have the back of my little Toyota pickup built up and got my little puppy Remy. She was like eight weeks old. So her and I, oh, we wow. were <laughs> we were living out of the back of the truck and turkey season started up. And I told myself, I'm going to take this opportunity. I don't have a job. There's not really any work to be found. I've got an employment coming so I can I can survive. I can I can pay mm-hmm. my bills, but I'm going to focus 100% on turkey hunting because I didn't turkey hunt a lot growing up and I want to learn as much as I can about all these different animals and along the way I'm learning so much about myself. I'm taking people out and I'm seeing how they hunt and I'm learning about them and connections are being made and it was just an amazing month to reconnect with myself with nature and I was totally reminded of this is your path in life Drea like this is what you need to be focusing on whether it's through a podcast whether it's through blogging whether it's through being an ambassador for Rocky Mountain Sportswomen or hunting as much as you can with however many people cuz this is where you thrive this is yeah. your place yeah and, um, yeah yeah I could so. re- resonate with mm-hmm. that that's so awesome I love it yeah. I love it that you were given that month Mm-hmm. You know, it's so funny. It's in, you know, a year and a half, two years ago when I went through my life change and, uh, you know, a really difficult breakup. I didn't know what my career was going to look like. I didn't, I was, you know, I was uh, heartbroken. I was, you know, just not sure what the world looked like. And it's mm-hmm. so funny during those challenging times in our lives, it they can be such gifts. Mm-hmm. I remember um, when, uh, you know, I remember flashback I'd read the book The Secret years ago and um loved it and the, there is a documentary out um I think it's on Amazon that you can buy for like three bucks mm-hmm. uh, and it's the book in documentary style form the book is so much better though but I remember um reading that through a difficult time 20 years ago and so I watched that movie I reread the book and just got re-energized about mm-hmm. okay I'm going to take this turning point or the situation I wasn't expecting to be in and I'm going to make it the best that I can and learn so much from it and like really find the gratitude in every single day. There's, Mm -hmm. there is gratitude even throughout the worst, the worst of moments, there's gratitude. And when you can focus on that and you can, it's amazing. Then you look at those tragedies for lack of a better word as gifts, Mm -hmm. you know, down the road. And that's where I'm at right now is looking at that as like, wow, it's so funny where I was at two years ago, not of the unknowing and not, not, uh, not sure where my life led and mm-hmm. to realizing that it just, it was 
the whole concept of, you know, being an arrow getting pulled backwards before it launches forward. And, and, uh, you know, just sometimes those moments that we get thrown into and we don't know why, um, are the best things that ever could have happened. Absolutely. They bring so much growth and change. Yeah. And, uh, people are, always ask me, they're like, why are you always so happy? You always have so much energy. And I'm like, trust me, I have bad days. There are bad <laughs> times. And, uh, but I don't want to sit and dwell in those, you know, I want to make the most of them and sit in the, sit in your emotion or your misery for a while. But the mountains have always been the place that gives me my clarity, gives me my answers. So. Oh, amen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so recently you put out a little short film on, I believe it's, is it called Wishes for Warriors? No, The Heart of a Warrior. Yeah. I want to hear about the, yeah. that story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that is, I think, two episodes ago on Chronicles, which mm -hmm. you can find on Carbon. It. So I have been um, pretty passionate about doing at least one hunt every year with a disabled combat veteran. Um, whether they're a single amp, double amp, I've taken a triple amputee out, Eric Galvin, one of my favorite human beings on the planet. Um, and so this year I took out, uh, Jonathan blank and that's what that hunt is all about. Mm -hmm. Wishes for warriors is the group. Um, one of the groups I use, they're actually the predominant one that I use. My friend, Brian Marshall is the founder of it. And he often finds these men or women for me are like, Oh, he, he's amazing. These are what his, you know, he doesn't have, it's funny though. Limitations is a terrible word because almost every single uh, amputee veteran I've ever hunted with is incredible. Like they don't even have barely any limitations at all. Mm -hmm. Jonathan is the most severe amputee I've ever taken out. He is literally um, almost amputated at the hip. One of his, one of his legs is a little bit has a he has a little bit of it, but really pretty much he's at the hip. Mm -hmm. But he is so incredibly athletic, and that he can move and get around. And Bam came, Bam Brian Marshall of Founder Wishes came on the hunt with us, and he carried him where he needed to be carried, which is essential when you're hunting elk. Sometimes you hear a bugle in the next ridge, and you got to get over there quickly. But yeah, that was a hunt we did in Wyoming with R and K hunting, and. Um, I'll leave it at that. It, uh, it was divine intervention again. I'm mm -hmm. telling you, it was incredible. You've got to watch the episode. It's my favorite episode all season long by far. Mm -hmm. It's called The Heart of a Warrior. It's yep. it's um, You'll find it right there in season two of Chronicles. And Jonathan is just an incredible, incredible human being. He was a recon sniper, Marine recon sniper, and um, uh, stepped on an incredibly large uh, buried IED that was in a building that they took over. And uh, my editor, I've got a props to my editor, Heath Hilgert. He did an incredible job of telling Jonathan's story. And we he went back and got a lot of um, uh, B-roll or footage um, to help, the, help with the story and just did such a good job of telling it all together. And he kind of goes back and forth of Jonathan's story in the military on the as we're on the hunt. And I'll, I won't tell you exactly what went down, but you'll have to go watch the episode. But those moments in my life have been defining moments of, they just give me so much clarity for my own life and so much appreciation, you know, for my health mm -hmm. and for hunting and what mother nature does for all of us. And, uh, They've just been incredible. In fact, I'm not exactly positive, but it's my goal and intent for 2020 
2022, I'm sorry, to put out an all-veteran season. Ooh. And what that means is filming a couple new ones mm -hmm. this year, but going back into the archives in the last 10 years and gathering up my favorite veteran hunts and putting an all-veteran season where there's where you can go watch them all back to back to back to back. And I think that's what the plan's going to be for 2022. That'd be cool, like a veteran series. Yep, yeah. all-veteran series. Yeah, I think it would be great. There's a lot of moments in the last 10 years that are, to me, that I think the world needs to see these incredible men and women and what our military goes through. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just, I don't know about you, but once in a while I wake up on days where I just have, you know, maybe a little motivation and I've, my back's hurting or my legs are sore and I'm complaining about this or that. And then, you know, I have to seriously ground myself again and think like, I have nothing to complain about. Exactly. And I think that right now in today's day and age, and especially with our youth, they're almost, I'm generalizing, of course, but mm -hmm. I mean, I think there's a big, a big, we're missing the mark. There's a big missing of gratitude for te teaching kids gratitude for their own lives. How, what an amazing country this is in part by, because of our veterans who are protecting our freedoms, which I think right now everyone's a little shaken by how fast they could disappear. Mm -hmm. And these, these stories to me just create such incredible patriotism and also like, wow, if they can do it, I can do it. You know, mm -hmm. there's no reason why we can't all get out there. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. I was really impressed by Jonathan's outlook. Like he got hit by an yeah. IUD and while his buddies were sitting there with him waiting for the helicopter, you know, his mindset was, I've got to be strong. I, I've got yeah. to keep my team going. You know, I'm not going to talk too much about it because you guys need to all go watch the film. It's great. I had my buddies. No, I, yeah. I appreciate that. I'm so mm -hmm. glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, he was literally laying there. He, he after the blast, couldn't, like he's trying to sit up. Mm -hmm. And we don't even, we even take that for granted when you right. think about it, that our legs stabilize us to sit up off the ground mm -hmm. and they were gone mm -hmm. and he looked down and they were gone and he kept it together for the other men that he was with. He didn't want them to go into a panic. And so he's literally talking with them, joking around, being lighthearted so mm -hmm. that, you know, he didn't put more panic into them while they were waiting to mm -hmm. get a out and. Yeah, that whole mindset of that warrior mentality is absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's an amazing story. So head on over, you guys, and give, where can they see that at? They can see it on, on Carbon TV. So Carbon TV, you can uh, download the app on your phone. It's always going to be free. Um, you can also, I still kind of old school, I like to watch hunting shows on the big screen on my TV. And if you have Roku or Fire Stick, so you can put Carbon TV into your menu, and then once you're into Carbon TV, up into the search, you can just put in Skullbound Chronicles, and they'll pop right up. There's season one and season two in there right now. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. And see, Jonathan's is in season two, and I think it's the... Um, you'll, they'll see it. It's right. Mm -hmm. It's like two episodes ago. Yeah. Cool. And so I wanted to talk to you about, let's say, somebody... because. I'm personally going through this right now, and I know there's 
got to be other people out there where I feel like I am starting to figure out, okay, obviously I know I want to work in the hunting industry. I don't just want to be a guide. I want to be able to podcast and I want to be able to document hunts. I'm a big photographer as well. Mm-hmm. And so if there's anyone else out there that's in the same situation, what is a piece of advice you can give to somebody who's starting out in the hunting industry? I want to make it my career. I want to make it a lifelong thing. I don't want to have to work. Yeah. For, uh, yeah. Um, I, you know, it's ever changing, of mm-hmm. course. And so the advice I give today may be different advice I would give a year from now. And it's definitely different than when I started 11 years ago. Um, I started actually even way before that I was writing. I was a freelance outdoor writer writing for websites and magazines and just to stay connected. Mm -hmm. And that was during my, you know, 10 years with Edward Jones. I wanted to stay connected to other hunters and especially women hunters. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, uh, women hunting, womenhunters.com was like the first big female website uh, for ladies. Now there's a lot of great ones out there, but um, be patient is probably be patient and yet hardworking are the two easiest, best pieces of advice I think I could give hardworking in that it, you know, like don't consider yourself an eight or eight hour a day. I don't have a work day. I work mm-hmm. all day, every day. <laughs> like yeah. I, you know, and while, while it looks on social media, like you're running around just having fun hunting. No, you've got to make your partners happy. And you've got like, I do all of my own social media. I don't mm-hmm. have a marketing person. I do all of my own accounting. I mm-hmm. do all of my own sales. We're pro- approaching new companies. But obviously, social media is a big key. And a key to that, I think, is back what we said in the beginning is authenticity. Keep it real. Mm-hmm. What are your strengths? You've got to figure out what your strengths are and what your passions are. And I think it's so important to stay in your wheelhouse or if your wheelhouse is that you're brand new and you want to document, then be brand new. Then like be authentic and real and mm-hmm. show what your fears are. You know, if you're, cause I've talked to a couple of gals who are like brand new and don't know anything and want to get into it. Mm-hmm. Well, the only thing I can think of besides, you know, taking five years off and learning what you need to learn is to document then from the get go. So someone else can follow along and learn how, through you how to hunt but Mm -hmm. you've got to be vulnerable and you've got to be have thick skin there's a lot of people out there that love to critique love to point out what you're doing wrong but you know we all we're all going through life and no one is perfect and like you've got to have thick skin especially in the hunting industry which you know used to be quite the male dominated industry it's not Mm -hmm. so much anymore women are 20 percent of hunters and on social media, we're more active than men are. And so I think it's important to stay authentic and keep it real. Mm-hmm. I think it's important, too, to understand that in, while you are building your lifestyle or career, that you're going to have to be giving a lot of stuff away for free. And when I say that, I mean, I, you know, I don't charge to do podcasts. I still do a lot of stuff for free. I don't charge to do podcasts. Um, I have often contributed to tons of blogs for free. And I think it's, you just have to kind of build your resume, right? Mm -hmm. And as you do that, you have to understand that you may not be getting paid for a lot of it. So it's good to have a backup plan, a a, a source of income while you are looking to get into the hunting industry. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are in fact a, a skilled hunter and you've been, you know, you've had a lot of success, obviously companies what companies are looking right now for credible women who can talk the talk, walk the walk, 
they know how to hunt on their own. They know how to, you know, what tools they need to be successful. They know their weapons inside and out. They know regulation. They know companies are looking for really well-educated, well-spoken, classy ladies to represent them. And, and a lot of times it can mean just being on their staff or, Hey, can I, you know, work for you and contribute some content? Will you share my content to get your, you know, numbers out there? Obviously, you know, people, companies are going to look for people who have a good social media presence, but it doesn't always have to mean that you have to have, you know, a hundred thousand followers. It right. really doesn't. Mm-hmm. You, a lot of companies now are moving away from the influencer, which is the girls that have hundreds of thousands of followers, mm-hmm. but maybe not a whole lot of credibility to them because that doesn't return on investment for these companies. Mm-hmm. It's not a good ROI. And so there, it is true that they're looking for for credibility more than anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with, um, in fact, I encourage people to be proactive and contact companies that they have been using and are familiar with and say, hey, this is my name. This is my social media. Are you looking for anyone new to be on your field staff or pro staff? Now, mind you, the word pro staff means a gazillion things nowadays. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, prof- it doesn't mean professional. It doesn't mean promotional. It it, it, it means a hundred different things to a hundred different companies. But it's a way to start and to build that resume, so to speak. That's reassuring to hear because I sometimes get caught up in the whole, oh my gosh, <laughs> look at how many likes do I, or like not likes, but like followers, because I want to, obviously I'm trying to spread a message myself. And uh-huh. I totally agree with being the, you know, you've got to be authentic. You've got to stick to that. And so it's yeah. reassuring to know that there are companies out there that are looking because I'm like, oh, no one's going to like me. I don't even have a thousand followers, you know, like yeah. they're not going to reach back out to me. They're going to go to my page and be like, oh, no, but no, that, yeah. it's not true. I mean, it, it's it, it, to some degree, some companies are, but mm-hmm. I know that my partners, I work with 12 different companies. They wouldn't touch. I'm going to be, I'm going to call it the cleavage clicks right now. They wouldn't touch a girl who has cleavage clicks with a 10 foot pole, meaning girls who are, you know, pulling their bow back in their bikinis you know, mm-hmm. uh, trying to get clicks. Yeah, they'll get likes, but companies are learning that that doesn't translate to sales. Mm-hmm. It doesn't translate to return on investment. Right. And, and and they're not all like that. I'm not saying that some gal out there has got 500,000 followers, um, you know, is only, only got those because there are legitimate girls who have that as well, who are influencers. I'm, mm-hmm. it's hard to speak in general terms, but there, there are occasions out there. Now, mind you, there's other occasions out there where there, where there are um, scantily clad women who are trying to get into the hunting, fishing, outdoor arena in their Daisy Dukes and bikini tops. And yeah, they have a lot of followers, but they're way more apt to get companies behind them that aren't, you know, camouflage or gun companies or bows or, you know, they're more apt to get maybe non-endemic companies getting behind them um, be, just because I know, well, I know, I just know from what my partners tell me, and that is they want credibility. They want girls to keep it classy. They want women who can educate and inform and, you know, and that's, and, and that other people are going to gravitate towards to learn from or follow along on their adventures. And that's, to me, has way more clout than the number of followers that you have. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love the sisterhood that you I wouldn't say promote, but that you've put out there and you like you show people that, 
you know, especially as women being out in the field and learning and growing together, I've recently Mm -hmm. realized how important that is for me and that Mm -hmm. I need that. I recently became an ambassador for Rocky Mountain Sportswomen. They're an organization here in um, Steamboat Springs. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've just come to realize how important that sisterhood is, especially because hunting is such a passion of mine. And uh, it is so important. Yeah. It is so important. And there's no reason why women uh, like I, I can't band together and, and mm-hmm. support one another. It, 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 it doesn't have to be a competition of sorts. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel it, it goes back to, again, that the documentary, The Secret, whatever energy you put out there is what's going to come back around at you. If you put out a, you know, uh, a energy of gratitude and appreciation for your lifestyle and the women in it and and the men of course but like I'm talking about women supporting women right now Mm -hmm. if you you know help everyone you can if you put that energy out there of um being available for people and helping one another and celebrating one another's successes and being there for each other when you had hunts go bad or Mm -hmm. didn't notch a tag or weather was too horrible whatever it is just being supportive in one another and I think you'll find that energy back at you I've I've surrounded myself with some just incredibly powerful. And when I say powerful, I just mean like soul, deep soul, full relationships that I have with, with women. You know, my roommate, Laura Zara, she is like, she moved in with me after a breakup about six months ago. And she's just been so awesome to have around because this girl is so legit. You would look at her and maybe judge her for being this little, you know, petite little thing who, you know, Uh, you know, would get lost in the woods. And Laura is, I've just learned so much from her in the last six months about plants you can eat, medicinal medicines you can make from natural things. Um, Laura has been, she has been on Naked and Afraid five times. She's completed it all five times. She did a 60-dayer in the Philippines. She did one where they dropped her off on a glacier in Alaska and survived that. And she's just incredible, Mm -hmm. such incredible mental strength. And, uh, you know, and, uh, my bestie, Julie, she is the president of carbon TV and just incredibly brilliant and, um, has just turned around the company in the last few years. And they've got so many things that they're doing and to be surrounded by women who are just brilliant and passionate and and knowledgeable and who lift you up as well, I think is literally, um, a key component to life. Yeah. Very important. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's been lovely. Unfortunately, I have to go to my full-time job now. <laughs> Hopefully not for very much longer. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I, it's a work in progress. Um, it is a great job, though, because it allows me to be able to do this. It's flexible. So, Yeah, um, that is great. Yeah. Well, it's so great chatting with you. We have so much other things we can talk about. We'll just have to hop on another podcast and exactly and sometime soon. And uh, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, treat. thank you so much. Once again, do you want to let the know, let the listeners know where they can find you at? Sure, absolutely. My show is called Skullbound Chronicles, and it is on Carbon TV. And they can find it online just by Googling CarbonTV.com. You can watch it right off your laptop. You can watch it on the big screen by putting it in your menu if you have Roku, Fire Stick, and I think a couple other ones, actually. Or just right on your phone on the Carbon TV app. It's free, and uh, there's a lot of other really great shows on there. And, uh, yeah, I just exciting to be – it's really nice to be on a digital platform where anybody can see it. 
Yeah, we've come a long ways in that. <laughs> we have. Remember, we really have. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up and putting in the VHS, the Primo's hunting videos. Oh, you bet. And watching those oh, with yeah. my dad, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Primo's one, the yeah. Drury's, Drury's mm-hmm. yeah. graduated to a DVD with the Drury's. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But we have come a long way, and it's nice just to have it anytime, anywhere in the palm of your hand. Exactly. All right, well, have a lovely day. It was great chatting. Thanks, great chatting with you, too. Uh, let's do another one soon. Sounds good. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.